The following podcast is sponsored by Crystal Glass, where windshield replacement and automotive glass repair has been a specialty for over six decades. Call 310 Glass or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. This is Gross Misconduct. Hey now! Not only is this Gross Misconduct, it is the season premiere, season two of Gross Misconduct. I'm Andrew Gross, one half of Gross Misconduct. The other half sits across from me. Carol, I'm so glad to see you here. I thought you might be taking a week off. I tried. Well, it didn't work out. But once again, I was bullied into it. What are you going to do? 10 months being bullied. Yeah, well, that's uh, not how I see it. Anyway, Mm -hmm. it's great to have you here. Uh, I do want to make mention of the fact that uh, for those who like to download this podcast, the moment it's available, it's typically available hours earlier than it was today. Uh, For the rest of you, I know it's just shown up when you expected it to show up. We did not record the podcast earlier today. I spent the time instead watching the events unfold south of the border. And and I just want to make mention of the fact before we get into the fun and frivolity of a podcast that over almost 30 years of doing comedy, I have been scheduled to perform on some of the most horrific nights. Uh, they come to mind, 9-11 comes to mind, uh, Princess Di dying comes to mind, um, sports teams losing major championships, Elections not going the way people wanted them to. A personal diagnosis, incorrectly, thank God, that I had lung cancer. And I've performed each and every time because I've always seen it as my job to make people forget their worries and smile if even for a few minutes. And I couldn't do it today. I couldn't do it. And I will just go ahead and own the fact that you came downstairs as I was watching CNN and I was in tears. I was in tears watching what was happening to the democracy in the United States. And I'm going to lose some listeners now, and I'm going to get some people upset. But that vile little piece of shit Mm. who has occupied the Oval Office for four years caused this. Mm -hmm. He's been lighting that fire and adding fuel to that fire for four fucking years. And today it ignited. Mm -hmm. And someone got killed today. I know. And... This is not a great start to a season two <laughs> premiere. No, but you have to address, you know, what's uh, happening, you know, in the world. You can like his policies, and I will debate those with you. I, I will probably agree with you. Um, we can we can suggest that uh, I'm more Republican than I am Democrat, but I will tell you I am in no way a fan of that piece of shit. I don't know how you can like the person. Like you say, you can like his policies and, you know, what he's done, blah, blah, blah. But how you can like the person, I I don't get it. I, I, as we record this, uh, U.S. House. January 6th, yeah, 2021. Is, is doing two things. Uh, they are uh, confirming Joe Biden's uh, Electoral College mm-hmm. victory. Mm-hmm. And behind the scenes, they are discussing... Uh, Amendment twenty five. Well, which which would remove the, Trump from that's office. That's a rumor. We don't know if that's actually really true. I personally think Pence, fuck, do it, go down. Like, why not? 
You know what I would do, actually? Because you know what? Like, yeah. Trump has fucked you over. Oh, like, yeah. I, oh, you yeah. know, you've been his his whipping boy for four years. Yeah. Um, and now he has turned on you. Yep. And so fu- go down in the fucking history books. You know what I mean? Like, I'll tell you, do you remember? Do, uh, do you remember? And I know you do, but for our listeners, uh, about uh, 25 years ago, give or take, uh, you and I played a game of risk, the board game. <laughs> Yeah. And, and it was just the two of us. Mm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, a game of world domination. Used to play that quite often, we did. Yeah, really enjoyed myself. And I made a, uh, a, a treaty between Alaska and Kamchatka uh, that I would not attack you um, without three turns notice. And then saw an opportunity uh, to win the game. Uh, but in doing so, I would have to breach that agreement. And, and I did. Mm-hmm. I broke the agreement. I attacked yes. Kamchatka. And what happened to you? We have not played again in 25 years. <laughs> never. So, we will never play again. Right. And, and so there is some part of me that is untrustworthy. And that there's some part of me that's a bit of a manipulator and, and a schemer. Some, pa- some part. <laughs> and I w- would suggest that what Pence needs to do is offer Trump a pardon. And suggest that if he steps down quietly and without a fight, Pence will pardon him. And when he steps down without a fight, uh, Pence should throw him in jail. And, and that, I've, I believe... Mm, I don't think there's enough time for that, Oh, honestly. we'll make time. Let's make time. No, but I mean, it's two weeks before Biden comes in, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Pence is only acting president. He doesn't become president. He becomes the acting president, well, least, which I guess he would have the well, full, that'd be the first full person duties. Of, that'd be the first person in four years even acting like a president. But, no, I don't even come at him that way. I mean, I think they should fuck do it. Do, do what? Just do it. Pens, just do it. Just what? Just do it. Just say, you know what? I'm invoking the 25th Amendment. Yeah. Uh, you know how Let's it works. see where this goes. I do know how it works. Yes. The cabinet uh, and Pence have to agree. And then I believe two thirds of the House, which is two thirds of the House and two thirds of the Senate, yeah, well, have to vote on it. You know what? American uh, politics is very confusing. But here's the thing. But hang on, I just want to explain this because the House is two different things. There's the House of Representatives, and and there's also the House. So the House encompasses both um, the Senate, the Senate, and the Congress, and then the House of Representatives. It's very confusing. But here's the thing: there's not enough time left in this administration's term for that to even happen so pence can invoke it and then you know trump can come back and say oh no i i you know i am able to do it and they can say well fuck no um and then i think it's it's like the senate pro tem or whatever um they just and then there's like four days um well how much carol and then after that, it's like Congress has like, they've got like 21 days or whatever to vote on it. So mm. there wouldn't even be enough time to vote on it. Um, but I think, yeah. Carol, how much time do you want to give somebody who's got the codes to nuclear weapons? That's what I'm saying. Like, at the very least, it's a huge F you, right? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how, like, come on, Pence. Just like, write, what, write what the else, last chapter of that book. What else are you going to be remembered for? Nothing. That's true. Absolutely fucking nothing. That's true. It's it's hard to remember. And no offense to Pence, although why do I care? Um, vice presidents are often forgotten unless they go on to be presidents. Often, yeah. I mean, who was George Bush's vice president? Uh, which George Bush? Uh, junior. George 
or senior. Oh, that was uh, was that not Cheney? George Bush and Cheney. Uh, Joe, can you check that? Yes, George. No idea. George Bush was Cheney. Okay. All right. Well, listen. You know, we're here to entertain and lift people's spirits. Yeah. Okay. Well. And and you know. And we have not done that. So we're no, we have say, not done that. So we're going to say goodbye, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> You know that's that's one thing about uh, you know how Facebook is constantly changing and uh, and, and Twitter too for that matter they make but Facebook specifically and do you know why that is even though people like or liked the way Facebook was uh, because uh, what's his name uh, Zuckerberg what's his name Zuckerberg uh, yeah uh, he believes that if you don't change people lose interest and that's what happened to MySpace and that sort of thing so he'll um, want changes to his uh, social media platform simply for the sake of change. And so maybe that's what we should do here on this podcast is, Mm -hmm. you know, people were anticipating a really great, probably season premiere to season two. And instead we'll just rant about us politics for a few (laughs) minutes and then, uh, leave. Yep. I think that's a great change while there's still time to order a Piper's pizza. And by the way, may I ask the universe kind of a fucking pizza place. So, So it's my tradition that as soon as I finish editing this podcast, uh, I have a shower and I order Piper's Pizza, uh, the medium meat lovers, extra cheese, uh, no ground beef. And Piper's, uh, during this pandemic now, in the last reel of this story, has started closing at nine o'clock. What kind well, of a uh, pizza place closes uh, at nine? No, but a lot of restaurants have just in this last uh, four-week lockdown. Yeah. That's when places have been closing mm-hmm. early. Okay, so listen, it doesn't take a whole lot of staff to make a pizza. Uh, and skip the dishes, we'll deliver it. If I was a restaurant, uh, here, we'll lose some more listeners. If I was a restaurant, <laughs> I wouldn't be closing down at nine. I'd be staying open 24 hours. I'd be saying, listen, we're the one restaurant that's open 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what time, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, we will get food to you. Hmm. And I would sit there as the owner of the restaurant and make the fucking pizza myself. Hmm. Boy, this is not going to be a would happy you? show. I just... You know, quite often. Yeah. You get yourself worked up mm-hmm. right off the top. That's true. You, you get all riled up and you're mm-hmm. ranting and raving. You're right. So, I mean, maybe that's a good thing. You just kind of like- Get it out of my you, system. Yeah, get yep. it all out. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get the show underway then <laughs> at the 10 minute mark. Uh, and we'll start oh. with, this cheers me up every time. So let's start with uh, Joe's fact check. Joe. Fuck. Sick. Jesus Christ, look at all these facts. Did we ask a lot of We must have asked a lot of questions. Well, Greg and Dartmouth had asked uh, Joe to check out whether or not cars do cost less in Wetaskiwin. So I'll try and rip through this one. I'll help you out a little bit here. Uh, Joe got back to us. According to carsandtruckscostless.com, this I'm assuming is the uh, dealerships in Wetaskiwin's website, uh, they say they do, and they do because uh, of lower overhead. Uh, their landed buildings are paid for, their inventory is paid for, the dealers have low property taxes, and it all means a lower cost of operation, therefore less of a markup. Now, Joe checked that theory because that's what Joe does. Okay. And what he did was he took a quick online check using the first car that came up in Google, which is which was a 2020 Ford Escape SEL. Okay. And what he discovered was in Wetaskiwin, that car would cost Mm -hmm. $35,309. Remember that number. You're not going to read like every... No, but I'm going to say that it is more expensive in (laughs) Okotoks, Fort McMurray, Nisku, Medicine Hat, Calgary, and really more expensive in Red Deer. Yes, $7,000 more. $7,000 in Edmonton. 
Uh, it's about three thousand more yeah, dollars. Edmonton so, fell right in the middle there. So, yeah. So yeah. apparently, cars do cost less in Wetaskiwin. Okay. Appreciate that joke. Good to know. Uh, we also threw it out there. I said I thought Austin was the capital of Texas. You weren't sure. Uh, turns out Austin is the capital of Texas. And I said I thought the NHL played 82 games, and uh, Joe confirmed that. You asked Joe uh, to make a note of how much money you had in Jeopardy, and uh, he actually keeps an Excel spreadsheet on this. I know. That's good, because you forget from week to week. Well, and that's and, why and we... As do I. So. That's why Joe's on staff. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's Joe's birthday next week, by the way. So, uh, oh. happy oh, birthday next week, Joe. Speaking of birthdays. So, yeah. uh, last week for our, our New Year's, uh, show, yeah. I had said, and we gave a shout out to Paul Sveen, whose mm-hmm. birthday was on December 30th. Yeah. And I mistakenly said that, uh, Nernie's birthday was on New Year's Eve and it was not, it was a New Year's Day. So I just want to clarify that. Mm, and Joe didn't catch that. Happy birthday, Nernie. Uh, and Carol, your money is at $25,000. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it seems like a lot of money when we talk about it at the Jeopardy segment. But now if you look at the cost of a 2020 Ford Escape, you can't even buy a 2020 Ford Escape with in it. In Wetaskiwin, no. no. Not even in Wetaskiwin. I could probably get a, I don't know, what are those little cube cars? Oh, fuck, those <laughs> things are ugly. Those and smart cars. Like what? I, you know, oh, I, smart cars hey, are you know expensive what? too. Eh? Let, let's just set out to lose as many listeners. I, I, I'm not trying to lose listeners, but you know what? We might as well get rid of the weak links. <laughs> yeah, we'll start the year off fresh. Yeah, let's have nothing but great <laughs> listeners. You know, people who think our way are not offended no, by language. No, don't have to think our no, way. No, well, we, we don't think the same way, but I'm just saying, you know, if you own a cube or a smart car, what the hell were you thinking? Doesn't everybody who drives a smart car look stupid? Is that just me? It just, it, you're on a bicycle, basically. You could fit on a bike path in Edmonton. So it does kind of make sense in Edmonton. Mm. But that cube car, somebody designed a car that was square. And then they, they took it off the drawing board and they showed it to their manager. And the manager said, what are you going to call it? And he was like, I don't know. And then they both looked cube. at it and went, cube. <laughs> I don't know if it's called the cube, but there are a couple of cubey looking cars. Yeah, that's that what it's called. Weird. It's called and the, the cube. Windows are... Joe, check that. There's a car called the cube, right? But I don't know if it's the cube because there's another one that's quite cubey shaped, but it's got like windows in weird spots. Mm, I think that's the cube. Oh, okay. Mm. Joe. Uh, Joe will find that out for us. Okay, that's another edition of Joe's Fact Check. So, Carol, I had said to you a couple of days ago, boy, I don't know what's going on. Uh, there isn't a whole lot of mail coming in. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess maybe, you know, people were still trying to listen to that three and a half hour fucking mm-hmm. Christmas Eve fiasco. Right. Uh, but people then, just busy with the holidays? But then a bunch of mail came in. Oh. So I had sort of built a show around the fact that there was no mail, and then mm. we got a lot of mail. Oh, so this is going to be another no. three-hour extravaganza? No, let's set the oh. precedent right now, precedent right now <laughs> that we not we're not doing any more three and a half hour shows. No, no, get that out of your mind. No, maybe next Christmas. Even Eve. two hours, I feel, is too long. Yeah, we should scale it back to forty-five minutes again. Well, we could certainly I, I, try. Okay, uh, Clarice, Clarice uh, tweeted: "Just listen to your most recent podcast." Thank you. Doesn't begin to cover it. I, I, you know what, Clarice? I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but I guess you know. I'm, I'm always happy that you're happy. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Okay. Wesley commented on Facebook. Okay, did I miss something? What was the big announcement? Well, you know, the episode was called Carol's well, Big Announcement. It sort of went with a fizzle because I was <laughs> strong armed into. You were I was, not. I was not allowed to have a week off. People just why you, is my pen not writing? You were not strong armed. You know, typically I just let you get away with shit like that. No, but, you let, but I'm not no. doing it anymore. That's another anymore? thing. Anymore? What? What are you talking you about? Just, anymore? Just, I get away. With, what? What? No. What, what? were you going to say? 
like 10 months I've been trying to get out of this and you just mm. like, no. Well, that's, you know, that's a good time maybe to go to snail mail. This came in the mail today, Carol. It was addressed to me, so I opened it, but it was clearly for you. So this is from the, um, the Clooney family. Clooney's. It's for you. A surprise for Carol from a fam, Darren and Cherie. Why do we always want to say people's names weird? Is it Cherie or Cherie? Cherie? Cooney. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a check. Ooh, I see that. Yeah. It's a lovely green check, yes. Yes. Hmm. Well, thank you. Okay. So I guess your appeal to listeners not to give you money didn't work out. I I tried. I certainly did not receive any email e-transfer well you know why you didn't carol because <laughs> i told them not to yes do you listen I to know. yourself like you I, demanded that no one I give know. you and you succeeded i know it. i'm not complaining about it i told people no please do not and they did not every week it's nice to know that they listen you know i, I looked um 44 episodes is what we did last year jesus christ yeah 44 episodes there were some bonus episodes in there so you didn't do them all um i think we did you and i 39 Joe, check that. Anyway, um, and each week, at least something has come in. Sometimes it's only $10. Sometimes it's hundreds of dollars. And then in our last um, podcast, you demanded that no one give us money. And guess what? They didn't. No, I said don't give me money. Well, I think people took it as a general rule. Oh, but I'm glad well, you got a little. Well, poor you. No, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm just saying I'm glad yeah. you're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sham yeah. tweeted, listening to your podcast, heard what you said about going into 2021 like this. I just want to say you'll be okay. We will do it. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? That there is true. That is good advice. <laughs> Although this first week, fuck. I don't think, yeah, really. Yeah, 2021 <laughs> is like, really? Hold my beer. Uh, I, I, yeah. I don't think anyone, uh, are you allowed to eat elephant? No, that's bad. Mm. <clears throat> Um, Leanne tweeted, happy new year to the gross family. Uh, thanks for the podcast. Looking forward to next year. Cheers. Uh, with a little, uh, beer emoji. Oh, yeah. That's Plinky. a mug. Yeah. Greg from BC tweeted. I like the format of the podcast. I started at the beginning listening as I drive around heaven. You guys are entertaining. <laughs> well, thanks Greg. I'm glad. I think Greg lives in trail. I could be wrong, but I believe mm, that's where he is. Okay. A beautiful little town. Uh, David posted on Facebook season two, along with Wine Carol, at least once quarterly. Ooh. I'm not against that idea. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. It was right. different. You know what? I, I Listen, I never, I, I think I thanked you at the time, but probably not publicly. But um, when you brought out the charcuterie tray, I was like, so pleased. Because I was like, hey, you're into this. Like you're getting, you know, like we got alcohol, we got charcuterie, and we got a podcast. Like that was actually fun. Mm. You know, right up until you. Right up until I what? Until you lost it in the last half hour. I, I didn't listen. Okay. Okay. G. Cheapo tweeted, nope, that is totally, oh, see, well, you have to capitalize. Well, I, I cut and paste, Carol, so it's just. I know, but then you have to proof and edit. Okay, well. What that... is wrong with you? G. Cheapo Woody tweeted, after COVID, you can have the dick of the week of people who talked about this. No, I don't know why I cannot read this. Do you probably. want me to take a run? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, G. Cheapo Woody tweeted, after COVID, you can have the dick of the week be people who talk loudly on speakerphones while they're sh- 
shopping so everybody can mm. hear the whole oh, conversation. God, I hate that. I hate that. Like, you know, as do I. And do, do you remember? No, you weren't with me. I was in uh, like the Maple Leaf Lounge mm-hmm. in, I think, Toronto, I want to say. You know, that's the Air Canada Lounge. And I would say that this guy was in the lounge for the first time ever. So he's on his cell phone. Uh, now, he didn't have it on speakerphone, but he's talking really mm-hmm. loudly, right? Mm-hmm. And he's walking around. He's going, yeah, I'm just getting a drink in the Maple Leaf Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, asshole, we all are. <laughs> Look around. We're all here. A big deal. If I want to fork over the 25 bucks, I, too, can be in the Maple Leaf Lounge. That was such a ripoff. I, I got true. that visa that came with the Maple Leaf Lounge because I was traveling all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like $350 a year. Um, extra for that mm-hmm. visa, and and but I was traveling enough that you know it, it made me not maybe yep. money, but it saved yeah. me money, right? Yeah. But then they opened those uh, premium lounges, whatever they are, the ones you know, yeah, yeah, the sort yeah. Of, they're I, way better. Yeah, they are nice. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with my um, so with my visa, I get four passes a year, right? Free. Last year we to used the Maple them Leaf Lounge. To, uh, oh no, to the whatever that premium. Uh, pre- Joe, what's the premium lounge? No, but called? I think yeah. it includes. Oh no, just the premium loungy thing. I don't mm. yeah, okay. Oh no, um oh I almost said the priority pass thing, if you have a priority yeah, pass okay. one. Um which we used, um, the four of us on mm-hmm. our way to Mexico. That's right. So um I'm gonna be getting another four passes here pretty soon. So hopefully we'll be able to travel in the year twenty twenty ones because I don't want my passes to go to waste. Uh you know, I found this out the other day. I got uh, a, an email from you know, you could just sneeze and people would go, oh, you know, he's real. And he didn't blow his neck out. I got this. Because uh, I let it out, Carol. <laughs> oh, fuck, I know. I let it out. It's ridiculous how you let it out. The stuff that leaves my body on any given day. <laughs> and loudly. Um, I got a, I got this email from Aeroplan, which is now, they've changed the program at Air Canada's. It was always associated with Air Canada, but mm. it was actually a different company. And Air Canada has now acquired aeroplan uh and i got this uh email from them and i apparently have like a stupid amount of miles which i'm not sure how i racked those up hmm. in a year of covid but i've got like a enough for you and i to easily go to vegas easily okay. or mexico if we don't want to take the kids well we could do it for the fun friends trip oh, uh. oh okay i'm just james knock, knocking on wood here that we can yeah. actually travel in the year 2020 James posted on Facebook, looking forward to listening to season two, but will Carol be on episode one? Time will tell. If she does take it off, you could always have the cats and the birds as a co-host. Hey, what's going on with your birds? Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, there's a story? Okay. Yes. Sure. Um, So I have a big uh, reusable bag (laughs) in the the garage that I put on a step stool. And it's filled with um, many bags, or at one point filled with many bags of things that I acquire at the bulk barn. Peanuts, raisins, birdseed. Well, not the birdseed. I get the birdseed at whatever, a home improvement store. Okay, if I was telling the story right now, you'd be like, nobody cares where you get the birdseed. <laughs> but you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Fucker. <laughs> um, so I had... The bird, the big bag, twenty pound bag of bird seed was sitting on the floor in the garage, mm-hmm. and I walked by one day, um, and it was actually, oh no, actually, I should say, I use, I would place it on the step stool next to my reusable bag of peanuts and raisins. Okay. And one day I went through the garage, and the bag of bird seed was now on the ground, Uh-oh. and there was bird seed all over, and I was Ooh. like, oh, 
who knocked over my bird seed? You yeah, know? you blame me probably. Uh, no, because okay. you're never in the garage. Well, you are in the garage, but Often, whatever. Yeah. So I go to pick it up, and it's just kind of like pouring up the bottom. There's a hole in the bottom. Uh oh. And then I look around, and it's not just bird seed, but there's like some mouse shit everywhere. So I'm like, oh, those little fuckers got into the bird seed. Mm. So I just went out, and I hadn't fed the birds in a couple of weeks. They, you know, once it snowed, they all kind of fucked off. So I filled up their bowls again. They came back. I was very happy about it. Then I look. Well, now they've chewed. They got up on the step stool. They climbed up. Yeah. And have chewed a hole in the bottom of the reusable bag. They've gotten into the sunflower seeds, the raisins. Like So now I'm feeding mice in the garage as well. Question for you. Yeah. You are an individual who loves all creatures. Yes. So why don't you love the mice like why don't you no, leave I a little do. out okay, for the so, mice well here's the thing it's yeah. uh, the mice the whatever the voles right and they leave those track you know the snow melts in the spring and you see all these fucking tracks all over your lawn like what the fuck have you guys been doing all summer so in um in the fall and this did not work in the fall i cut up a whole bunch of bars of irish spring soap put them all around the fence line in all the little holes that i had already seen from the voles so you don't mind voles you just want them to be clean <laughs> i don't well i would prefer that my lawn not be torn up every well, winter with the voles running around what's, what's the point of the irish spring well it's supposed to repel them cuz they don't like the scent oh and they you can tell in the spring that they you know they've dug holes under the fence, going into the neighbor's yards here and there. So the Irish spring did not work. Mm. Um, I don't have a problem with feeding uh, the little mice. I understand it's it's a cold, harsh world out there. And, you know, they figured out a way to get a pretty choice food supply. Sure. Um, I just, it, just do not come in the house. Just stay out there. Well, look, they're obviously not going to come in the house. Well, you don't know. You don't know where there's a crack in the foundation. Well, that's true. I don't. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dan asked on Facebook, will there be travel plans discussed this week? How about nine dicks of the week? He's uh, making reference, of course, to the UCP MLAs who left mm. the province over Christmas. And, and I forgot to mention off the top of the show that we're calling this one uh, back from vacation. So, yeah, Dan, we'll probably we'll probably get to it. It's about 14 dicks of the week. No. That's a lot of dicks. <laughs> Randy posted on Facebook, season two should have Dan Tenser as a guest. That would be a blockbuster. Oh, see, I could have taken the week off. You could have had Dan. I, I don't have one of those little, uh, I know Ken Franchek over at Crystal Glass could, could make a one for partition? me. I don't have a partition um, to put between Dan and I. Well, you just need it. That's easy enough. You and, just... and even in the time that we worked together, I never disclosed my address to him. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. And, and I can't do it on Zoom because the audio is just not good. Right. Enough. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I'm... it's something to think about for down the road. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not opposed to the idea. Mm -hmm. I quite like Dan. Jason tweeted, Hey, gross Andrew. I am willing to fill in for Carl as a guest host if uh, she needs awesome. a break. So th there's See, a second you, offer. You've got two right there. I'm sure there's others that would be quite eager mm. to be a guest host. Yeah. Yeah. If you want everyone knowing where we live, sure, that's a, that's a great <laughs> idea. Brucey messaged me on Twitter to say, just finished the podcast and this old melancholy song came to mind. Carol sounds like she needs a break. Mexico or the Caribbean would be so nice now. Take the week or two off. We'll miss her or you both madly, but distance does make the heart grow fonder. I personally want to thank both of you for making a shit year a lot better. 
Your conversations and humorous observations and infectious laughter have made this time spent with you feel so much lighter. You have made this mature dude smile and snort like a teenager again. Hi, I'm Ken Franchek, General Manager of Crystal Glass. You may be used to going from balmy to blizzard, but is your vehicle? Rock chips can worsen in freezing temperatures. Luckily, our windshields start at $189.95. Book yours now at crystalglass.ca. This is Allison Argram, Nellie Olson from Little House in the Prairie, and you're listening to Gross Misconduct. You mentioned, or I had said in the big blue folder last week that they were doing a reboot of Little House on yeah. the Prairie. And I was like, I'm actually excited about that. Yeah, and you said you were a fan. So I thought, uh, hey, I'll see if uh, I can't get Nellie Olson to, to come on the yeah. show. So there you go. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And what was the song that Brucey uh, sent along with uh, his message? I, I, I don't know the name of that song. Oh, uh, Joe. Fact check. Well, now he's got to go back. Now he's going to have to go back and listen to it. It was only, it was like 30 seven seconds ago all right joe go back we'll wait <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh or, yeah. or brucey could just send along and tell us what song it was you, you know what joe i'm gonna save you the trouble I, i'm gonna skip ahead oh do you have to credit the credits oh and because uh, i'm pretty good at crediting henry gross saying shannon is the name of the song shannon. oh is that shannon henry oh gross. okay yeah okay i didn't realize okay so there you go we, uh, didn't, we didn't get far enough into the song for me to realize that I had a crush on uh, Nellie Olson. Did you? I did. I like uh, Mean Girls. Mm. Are you making some sort of commentary? Nope. I'm not a mean girl. No. I'm, I'm a nice girl. Yes. I'm not mean to anybody. Yes, you are. Okay, it's No, I'm not. What? No, I say, yes, you are a nice girl. <laughs> I said I'm not what mean do you to want anyone. From me? And you're like, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I wasn't listening oh. to you. Sorry. Oh. I, oh. <sighs> Awkward. Okay. Uh, you know what? Hey, let's uh, move this thing along, folks. Nothing to yeah. see here. Uh, let's get to our Dick of the Week. Your Dick of the Week is brought to you by the Edmonton Comedy Festival, the only Canadian comedy festival to successfully and safely hold live shows during a pandemic. The 2021 dates are October 13th to 16th, but why wait? Comedians are available to perform virtual shows for your staff, group, or function at an affordable price. Contact Andrew at atbcomedy.com to book your comedian today and don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at atbcomedy.com a new sponsor welcome to the program the Edmonton Comedy Ooh, Festival those yeah. guys hey oh they're the best yeah. you know I, they're so easy to deal with and mm. paid right away yeah like you know oh, well, that's okay. yeah. yeah that's good like I didn't I don't even think I had the invoice written and the check was in <laughs> front of me uh, okay so this uh, dick of the week is a woman who shows up at the front desk of a hotel now we've all done this if you stayed at hotels uh, you've forgotten your room key. You've you've left it in the room. Right. And uh, she's done that. Mm -hmm. But she has no identification with her mm -hmm. to prove that it's her. And now typically in a situation like that, you simply say, well, is there somebody who could walk me up to the room? I've done it myself mm -hmm. many times. And I'll grab my wallet with them standing at the door. 
but instead she produces what she believes to be her one piece of ID, which is her credit card. Uh, however, a credit card does not have a picture on it. So the front desk mm-hmm. woman is explaining to this woman uh, that a credit card is not a piece of ID. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes ballistic pretty quickly. You don't have I have my fucking ID, Ma'am, you fucking piece that of That is not shit. an ID. Fuck off, you fucking asshole. Fucking dirty fucking hood rat. Ma'am, your credit card is not considered ID. No, it's just my fucking name and it's on the fucking room. I know your fucking ghetto ass may not know. I'm not from the ghetto. Might as well face it, your dick. Gonna have to face it, your dick. Might as well face it, your dick. Gonna have to face it, your dick. Wow. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that escalated very quickly. <laughs> that was incredible. That was zero to one hundred in uh, less than a second. That just wow. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Two huh. people. Hey. Just you, like you know, and the the best news. Uh, two good pieces of news. One very short, mm-hmm. uh, which will help us keep on time. And uh, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. And two, it wasn't about somebody wearing a mask. Mm. Mm-hmm. This was just a dick. Yep. Just a plain old dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is time, however, for our COVIDiot of the week. Your COVIDiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Face masks from albertamasks.com are better than yours due to nanofiber that stops 99% of even aerosolized particles. Sprayed with sanitizer, they can be reused again and again. With hospitals today pushed to the brink, it's time we all step up with nanofiber masks from albertamasks.com. Use the discount code GROSS, that is G-R-O-S-E, to get an additional 10% off your order at albertamasks.com. You'd be a COVIDiot not to. You know, uh, uh, another sponsor who has returned from last season and has signed up for another six months, and we appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate our friends and folks uh, over at albertamask.com. I have to tell you that there was a lot of talk about albertamask.com on social media this past week mm. uh, because Heather, our friend Heather, yes. who listens to the podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and whose husband yelled out a taxi window at us. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember you telling me about <laughs> it. It was just so funny. Because we... at that time you knew Heather, yeah. but I did not know Heather. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that was Heather's husband. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Who Heather's Heather one of those uh, individuals who's uh, sort of become a friend uh, without us being friends. Like, I, you know, we don't hang out or have anything you, like that. Have you met? You've oh, yeah. Met. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. A couple of times. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, we had gotten to Mexico. She, uh, Heather and her husband were on the same flight. And uh, then we had said hello. She was waiting to go to the washroom, actually. And I knew who it was and said hello. And she, and she was surprised to see us. And then as we were doing what we do when we get off a flight in Mexico, we, we ran to get through that gauntlet of oh, people with yeah. timeshares and out to where we could smoke. And then a cab went by and this, this guy sort of leans out the window which I'm told is uncharacteristic for him, it leans out the window and, and screams something at us. And then the, the taxi takes off like they're leaving a bank heist. And, and I'm just like a cigarette in hand staring at the cab like, what the fuck did he just yell at me? And then too late, I realized he yelled out, El Bandido Toaya. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, it's always pretty cool. The first time you ever get, uh, not that I am El Bandito Toya. No, no. not saying that. But the first time you get recognized, I mean, the first, I remember the first time somebody said, excuse me, are you Andrew Gross? Like, it's such an honor. And then here it is, El Bandito Toya. And I didn't even, I almost wanted to, I was hoping they were staying at our resort so that I could, you know, walk by again. Mm -hmm. Um, But, anyways, (laughs) I've since dealt with that. 
I've okay. apologized. It took me almost two years, but I apologize right. for, for not uh, hearing. What are we doing here? Oh, COVID of the week. Uh, so, of course, COVID. So, mm-hmm. uh, this one's uh, sort of unique. It's a woman refusing to wear a mask. Now, uh, here's the funny thing, though. This is what puts a twist on it. She's in a UPS store. And her argument with the store, and you know, typically the argument is, uh, well, I have a medical condition, mm-hmm. therefore I cannot wear a mask. And, you know, it never goes anywhere, that mm-hmm. argument, but people try it anyways. She's got a different argument. Her argument is all her mail gets delivered to UPS, mm-hmm. which makes it her residence. That's the argument. She's saying uh, that, no, 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 this store may be uh, private, but it's my private residence as well. Uh, so let's see how that argument goes over. I will come out and help you if you just step back outside. Okay. If you just step I'm back outside. 18, and I would like to receive now, those. You're holding up my process. I have to get out of here. I'm not. He is. You He's choosing to. Man, we, man, we cannot Shut down help your you. phone. We cannot help you. I'm man. not shutting down my phone. Man, we cannot help you. Until this you is a private outside. residence, and actually, I am restricting your recording. Yes. And so, therefore, yes. you are not allowed to do this. I am, this is actually. This is nobody's residence. This is nobody's residence. It isn't? Oh, apparently because I had three packages delivered here. Where's your mask? We will, we will help we'll you in just a minute, ma'am. We just need to My mask? I'm not a conformer. Why are That's you wearing what, one? Because I feel like... Why are you wearing one? Because I'm protecting everyone else. I've already had COVID. Back on December 20th, 2019. COVID I am not getting my brakes fixed. I already had an accident last month. (laughs) (laughs) Many things wrong with that. Oh, I know. Yeah. I will give her uh, credit, though, for coming up with a new argument. Which I appreciate as a as a person who puts together the uh, podcast uh, content. I appreciate having something a little different than, Mm. well, this is public or, you know, you're a public company or no. Uh, Mm. She went for the, uh, this is my private residence argument. Okay. So what is the root word of residence? Reside. (laughs) (laughs) And just the fact that she's like, I I had COVID on December 20th, 2029. No, 2020, 2020. December what? December 20th, 2019. How would you, there was no way, nobody was even getting tested back then for COVID. So to say that you had it in 2019. You know what? That's actually a a bit of a a thing. And uh, Dr. Tony, if you want to weigh in on this uh, uh, down the road between. uh, Oh, I know people believe that they've had it. A lot of people believe they've had it. Just because they were so sick and they had never been sick like that before. And there's a few of us that actually believe that. Yeah. But to say. You've got no With any either. kind of confirmation. Exactly. Yeah. Although, if you got tested later, would you not know if you had COVID antibodies? No, because the test is just for the COVID. You would have actually have, have to have, have the blood test. like an antibody test or an antigen mm-hmm. test or antibody. Yeah, if Ant- you could weigh in on that too, Tony. That'd Tony, be great. I think it's antibody. All right, so we've done. Uh, I gave you, uh, I gave you my dick, and uh, we took a look at uh, the COVIDiot. So that really just leaves us with uh, Dickovidiot. Dickovidiot. Which That's did we come word. up with that term? I did. Dickovidiot. I thought it might have been me. No, no, no I came me. up with the Rolodex. No, I came up with the iRolodex. iRolodexing yeah, as well. Is, Joe, check that. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, our Dickovidiot. Uh, this one is another that escalates extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. Can't we all just get along? What is mm-hmm. wrong? 
Uh, they all happened in the States, though. You know what I'm well, I'm not, not all. I'm the not, Fabric I'm, Land lady was in Calgary. I'm but... noticing another theme as well. What's that? They all seem to be women. Like, do you, can you not find men being dicks and idiots and dick-of- idiots? Uh, you know, it doesn't sound hard to do, but I, I try mm. and find something that's uh, come out of the last week so that it's not one that perhaps everyone's heard before. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, typically it is women. And, and I'm mm. not, I, I don't, you know, I'm not Googling angry women or anything like that. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I keep an eye on social media feeds. I, 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 I take a look at certain sites that I know put up these, these kind of videos mm-hmm. and it's just typically women. Oh, well, maybe it's the sites are being a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, it's a woman. She's, uh, w- attempting to board a blue sky flight. I think they're a discount airline down in the United States. Okay. Uh, Joe, check on that. Uh, she's in New Jersey, uh, where the governor has mandated mm-hmm. mask wearing, mm-hmm. uh, but the airline itself also has a mask wearing policy. So you got a sort of a double mask situation mm-hmm. going on. Uh, she, however, is refusing to wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. That's not my right. Yeah, no, they're not. They support. They in support, sweetie. I'm going to tell you why. Because they understand what the Constitution says, sweetie. We don't just go by what they tell us. We constitutionalists. We know what our rights are. How dare you tell somebody that it's the law. They got to wear a mask. But yet you can't show me no mask, can you? You can't show me You can't show me the law, can you? Show me where it's the law. Show me. It was an executive order. Do you know what an executive order is? An executive order that came from Governor Murphy saying that this is what people have to do, violating his rights as a governor, and it is illegal. It is not what we have to do. It's not the Constitution, baby. We in America, born in America. We not no immigrant, foreigner, first generation Americans who don't know our rights. Maybe you should learn yours. How about that? You guys keep wearing that mask if you want to. You keep submitting to that agenda if you want to. You keep violating and giving up your rights if you want to like a chump. That is illegal. But guess what? I'm going to let you know now. Bevelin ain't submitting. I will never bow. I'm not bowing. I'm not bowing. Go idiot. Hey everyone, this is Aaron Comas, drummer for the Spin Doctors, and you're listening to Gross Misconduct. Enjoy and have a great day. Do you ever notice when uh, people uh, attempt to sound really smart? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, why are you I, laughing? I don't know. I feel like this might be directed at me. <laughs> no, no, it is not. You are very smart. We'll find out later on in this episode just how smart Carol is. But uh, people tend to use words 
that they don't completely understand the meaning mm. of. And the longer, the better. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and or they put words in the wrong order, you know, such as, uh, can you show me a mask? No, you meant a law, not a mask. Mm-hmm. Can you show me a law? Uh, do you know what? A, and, you know, that's another uh, fundamental of debating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Jesperson used to do it to me all the time when we did the announcers. He used to piss me off, to be honest with you. If you can't make your point, you ask a question instead. Do you know what an executive order is? You know, no. uh, I remember one time we were, it's sort of like, oh, I won't even bother. We, one time though, well, I will. One time we were arguing about meat packers and I can't remember why. Was it, was it because of a, a big meat packing? No, there was a restaurant owned by a Muslim. I can't remember what it was. But at some point, Jesperson looks at me. I had, I had dealt the winning blow. Mm-hmm. I, I had, you know, I had him on the ground and mm-hmm. he goes, well, name the meat producers in Alberta. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he goes, well, who are the meat producers? Do you know how many meat producers there are in Alberta? Well, Talk. there's only four or five major ones. And I used to deal with them all the time at Arnold Brothers. Oh, you're talking about the plants. The I'm plants, talking, I'm yeah. About processing the plants. Like yeah. Where no. Hundreds of farmers. No, no, no. Of farmers. But it was like right in that moment, I couldn't come up with the names like Cargill and oh, so in High lo- River. And the there's Canada debate. Packers in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and Brooks, whatever. I can't remember what's in Brooks, but Joe checked that. And um, so I couldn't come up with it. Then he was like, well, if you don't even know who the meat producers are, I'm like, well, how the fuck did I lose this argument? Mm. <laughs> I clearly had that argument. That's like asking an expert of the Titanic to, to name the survivors. You don't know what I mean? Or, yeah. Well, if you can't name the survivors, how the fuck are you an expert of the Titanic? Like, what the hell? Mm. Which proves it didn't hit an iceberg. Um, where are we at with this uh, cavalcade of comedy? Oh, we just did uh, Dick Covidiot. And people do love throwing around the Constitution, eh? Oh, geez, they just You know, it. here's the thing. People have often said to me, um, and I, you know, I'm not even going to take that back. I'm going to say it's often. Uh-huh. Have often said to me that I should write a book. Uh, sometimes it's about comedy. Uh, sometimes it's about us and our family. Uh, Write a book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly my point. <laughs> and I always say, I don't think anyone who's never, if you've never read a book, you probably shouldn't write a book. <laughs> and and I would say the same thing to these constitutionalists. If yep, you've yep. never read the Constitution. Yeah, you shouldn't be throwing it around like stop that. Stop quoting from the mm-hmm. Constitution. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, <sighs> listen, I, I, I had prepared this podcast prior to the events of January 6th, when the Capitol building was um, under siege from rioters. Uh, so, you know, this would have been funnier probably 24 hours ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was that phone call. So President Trump makes a call to the Georgia Secretary of State. What's his name? Brad Raffensperger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his lawyer, Ryan Germany, were on the line. Uh, that's his legal counsel. He And he was tr- attempting to find votes to overturn his defeat. Yeah. Uh, in a one-hour conversation, mm-hmm. and I know everyone's heard about it, uh, I actually had the opportunity to listen to the entire hour mm-hmm. and then go back and uh, pull just these highlights. The people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, uh, that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. You should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I no you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have. You don't have. Not even close. 
So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. <laughs> I think you have to say that you're going to reexamine it, and you can reexamine it, but, but reexamine it with people that want to find answers, not people that don't want to find answers. Johnny, la gente está muy loca. What the fuck? I realize there's Trump supporters out there. I realize mm-hmm. uh, there's many Trump supporters, and I know yep. there's some that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Randy comes to mind right away. Uh, but even Randy, you have to say, what the fuck? A president can't phone <sighs> a governor and suggest, uh, not a governor, uh, secretary of state, I apologize. Uh, a president yeah, you just cannot can't, phone. You just can't be doing shit like that. <laughs> like That's direct meddling. That that he's the president of the United States. The pressure, that's sedition, isn't it? Is yeah, that, that what that's, sedition is? Yeah. yeah, you've probably heard that word bandied about throughout the day. That is sedition. Yeah, yeah, and it's illegal, by the way. Yeah, how does he you, keep you getting away like, with this shit? You can like his policies. I'll say it again. You can like his policies or the policies of the Republican Party, but you cannot. Yeah. Just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. That happened. As an as a reasonable person, you have to look at some of the shit he says. I'm not yeah. saying all. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe some of the shit he says, maybe, mm, okay, yeah. I, every, you have to just, you know, be like, what the fuck? Like, it, like that is just not, even for him, that's a step too far. It is. And, and you have to question, how did that get leaked? A phone conversation between a Republican president and two Republicans, and it got leaked? Well, the Secretary of State guy, he put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it got leaked to the Washington Post. Yeah. Oh, there it is. But you know what? Uh, as I say, Trump has his supporters, uh, Senator Ted Cruz among them. And, and now you know the backstory on uh, Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he is an individual who was a hot shot uh, politician, and uh, then he lost his mojo. He sort of uh, lost his uh, confidence, but then he met a girl, and she built him back up again. And then in the end, he said, oh, wait a minute, that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know, I, I apologize. I apologize. No, Ted Cruz mm. uh, is among uh, the 12, I believe, Republican senators. senators. Yeah. yeah, he's from Texas, that guy, uh, who decided to challenge, pointlessly, I might add, uh, adding more fuel to the fire, uh, the Electoral College results in the states. Uh, but he does make an argument to support Trump that I think, in fairness, and I think, honestly, to offer balance, mm-hmm. because we've made it clear neither of us are Trump fans, Mm-mm. I think it's important to hear what uh, Cruz has to say in support of his president. I'm going to tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. This man is a pathological liar. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. And in a pattern that I think is straight out of a psychology textbook, his response is to accuse everybody else of lying. And it's simply a mindless yell. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. The man cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. A narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. Might as well face it, 
your dick Gonna have to face it, your dick Might as well face it, your dick Hey, I slid an extra dick in there for you. <laughs> Another dick. Oh, and just an aside that uh, that that was the wrong audio, by the way. That the, was from back in two thousand. Yeah. So the Georgia yeah. Senate runoff. Mm. Um. Though both of those were run, uh, were won by Democrats. That's right. Warnock and Ossoff. So yeah. yeah. So good on them. Good on you, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> They're a peach. <laughs> uh. So but up here, and Dan uh, made reference to it in our. Uh, Listener comments, man, Mm. oh man. And I know uh, it's done one of two things. This whole uh, UCP on vacation Travel, travel gate. Uh, Yeah. You know, I sort of avoid putting gate on the end of things. People do, because it's a scandal. (laughs) I know. I know. The UCP have basically, in this province, have cut back everything except Mm. vacations. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here's the thing. It has united a lot of people on both sides of the spectrum, angry at the hypocrisy of uh, what cabinet ministers have done. But it has also solidified the position of some people who are like, yeah, well, what about, and you know, you know me, Carol, I, I am not a big I, fan of the what about I argument. I hate the what about Yeah, argument. well, what about, you know, the NDP? It's fucking apples and oranges. Like, just stay with yeah, the argument focus, at hand. Focus, like, and I know that there are, uh, other members of other parties that also traveled, and I will again go on record if anybody cares as being equally disappointed in their mm-hmm. hypocrisy mm-hmm. and stupidity. Mm-hmm. This is not a good time to be traveling. There's a fucking pandemic going on, and we are on the verge of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It's been a hard year for all of us. A hard year. We are we are close to the end. Just hunker down. I'm sorry. It's been a long year. It's been a long, <laughs> long <has>. year. <sighs> Looking at your fucking mug every day. <laughs> uh, that's nice. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, travel gate. Uh, you'll be happy to learn as uh, Alberta residents, as I regain my composure, uh, that we're not the only province to have the problem. Uh, Ontario Premier Doug Ford uh, found out uh, that his finance minister, Rod Phillips, had left on a Caribbean holiday over Christmas and immediately uh, called a press conference and commented on it. I want to address the, the situation with the, the finance minister. Uh, did have a, a conversation with him. He is on his way back, should be back tomorrow. I can tell you I'm, I'm very upset. I'm very frustrated with the, the situation. I stand out here every single day and tell people to stay at home. People are losing their businesses. We're locking things down. And it's unacceptable that anyone, any elected official, myself included, or anyone that gets up, ignores the rules, and goes down uh, to an island. It's unacceptable. We're going to have a very tough conversation when he gets back. But uh, I can tell you there can't be rules for elected people and non-elected people. Everyone's in this together. And we're going to stick together. We're going to get through this. And uh, there's absolutely no excuses. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So the, that's the yeah. Premier of Ontario. Uh, and of course, uh, as we all know, within hours of Phillips <sighs> returning from the Caribbean, he was asked to step down. Yeah, and, that's how you take control yeah. of a situation. Well, is it? I mean, uh, we have a comparison to make. Alberta Premier Jason Kenney uh, last week on Friday had a news conference, <laughs> a similar situation. This time, the Alberta Municipal Affairs Minister, Tracy Allard, who had left on a Hawaiian holiday over the Christmas break, 
I'm sure he handled it quite similarly. Let's take a listen. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the other by the time I finish this song? Good afternoon and Happy New Year. This past Tuesday afternoon, I became aware that Minister of Municipal Affairs Tracy Allard had traveled to the United States before Christmas. I immediately contacted the minister and asked her to return to Alberta, which she did immediately, arriving back yesterday morning. I've also become aware that a few MLAs, political staff, and senior government officials have traveled abroad in recent weeks. In doing so, uh, I'm assured that they have complied with all relevant public health orders and legal requirements. Nevertheless, I recognize that those of us in positions of public trust must maintain a higher standard in our uh, personal conduct than is expected of the folks in the, in the general population, in the general community. And here I take responsibility for not having clearly set out or, or communicated a policy against international travel for senior decision makers in government. I should have done so. To be blunt, I'm not in the habit of tracking or regulating what the people who work for me do uh, on their personal time. I believe that these individuals uh, acted in what they believe to be good faith, have complied with the legal requirements, including uh, the COVID public health orders. But for those of us in leadership, I acknowledge that is not good enough. We uh, should be here at home, plain and simple, if we carry a position of public trust. And that is why I am issuing a clear directive today to cabinet ministers, government MLAs, political staff, and senior executives in the Alberta Public Service not to leave the country for the foreseeable future unless it is absolutely required for government-related business. I understand that individuals who were abroad have either returned or are in the process of So what have we gotten up to? 12, 13, 14 uh, MLAs were out of the country? It's at least 14 now. You will recall on Friday that that press conference was delayed. Now, at first, uh, they suggested from the Premier's office that it was delayed as a result of a conflict with the press conference being held in uh, Calgary over the uh, loss of uh, the life of a police officer on New Year's Eve, uh, but uh, which totally makes sense. Uh, but then it was delayed further um, almost, I think, two hours uh, from the time that the press conference ended in Calgary and Jason Kenney took the podium in Edmonton. And I said to you at the time, and I guarantee this is true, uh, that that had, that had nothing to do with a conflict with a news conference in Calgary. No. What that had everything to do with uh, was staffers phoning every single MLA to try and find out where the fuck they were. Because I think Jason Kenney realized before taking that podium that most, the majority of his cabinet was 
was out of the country <laughs> or had been out of the country. And he probably felt as if he punished, if he were to punish one minister, he would have to punish them all. Well, that, I, I think the time also was him. Okay, how am I going to spin this? You know, what am I going to say? Which ah. is, it's just fucking fluff. And Kenny reminds, he's like that, that like Trevor. I'm going to count to three. <laughs> then you better get out of that pool. <laughs> That's a great reference. <sighs> uh, you know, the other thing that was probably going on, and I'm less confident about this, but, uh, you know, still quite confident, um, that he was uh, getting at least, because, you know, pre- uh, presidents, I was going to say. I'm not sure what made me think of presidents. Premiers and leaders mm-hmm. of parties always have, like, great staff members. They're mm-hmm. hardworking. Mm-hmm. And and part of that job, part of their function um at the core of their position is to spin things or mm-hmm. to come up with suggested ways to spin things. I've seen it firsthand many times. Wasn't his spinner on holiday as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. His- <laughs> well, his chief of staff, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, but you know that there was probably five possible spins put mm. before the premier. And what's sad about it is apparently the best of those five was that the MLAs were supporting WestJet. Well, you know, WestJet's an Alberta company. Yeah, we, that was just we, like, That was the okay. dumbest. I, was that the best thing you could pull out of your ass? If really? That's, like, at that point, if I were, the, at that point, I'd be like, oh, I'm not saying that. Like, I can't. <laughs> I cannot sell that. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, you know, it's an Alberta company. Yeah, we know. Yeah. But that's not the reason yeah. they went on vacation. They yeah. didn't go on vacation to... Support WestJet. That will definitely be bailed out by the government if need be. So, And again, wanting to offer balance as we do on this show, wherever possible. I I tried to think, well, where could I find somebody who doesn't give a shit that the MLAs uh, (laughs) left the country? And of course, Kevin came to mind right away. Uh, So here is another episode of What Does Kevin Think? What does Kevin... What was that noise? That was my chair. Oh, (laughs) It was not... Anything else? What Does Kevin Think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort, family camping on the south shore of Buffalo Lake, individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, hayrides, bike rentals, ice cream and coffee shops, playgrounds, a beautiful beach, and so much more. Check them out at oldmcdonalds.com. Make your summer reservation today and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. Another sponsor who's returned for six months. Mm-hmm. They're going to have many donuts, yeah, too. I making know. A, they're making a donut shop. We do right appreciate uh, Old McDonald's and, uh, you know, specifically uh, wanting to... We always give the option to sponsors. They can pick any segment they want. Mm-hmm. It should probably make sense. Like yep. albertamasks.com, it makes sense that they sponsor COVIDiot. Um Crystal Glass sponsors the Big Blue Folder because it's a popular segment mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, they're our mm-hmm, chief sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Todd sponsors, uh, Todd at Todd's Mechanical, who has also returned for six months, mm-hmm. uh, sponsors uh, How Smart is Carol. Uh, because, because of the wheel, in case we need it fixed. Exactly Todd can right. Zoom in and fix the wheel. Which it's been struggling lately, that wheel. Yeah, it was a little squeaky last week. So we did ask Kevin. Uh, what does he think of the MLAs being out of town? And I will warn you in advance of listening to this. Uh, there's a bit of a language, a bit of a, a profanity warning. You know, uh, listen, well, <laughs> there's, be- a, there's a, a warning a little late in the game, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. We've been watching a lot of TV lately, mm. a lot of late night TV. Mm-hmm. And and this is sort of bugging me. It's a small point. Uh, but you know, when you get that warning, may contain nudity. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is the word may there? Like, did they not watch it? No, but may is, it might be. 
might not yeah, be. Yeah, but if you're going to put a warning up, shouldn't you watch the episode? Like, if there's nudity, say, warning contains nudity. If there's no nudity, there's no need for a warning. But to go, may contain nudity. Anything may contain nudity. Mm. Uh, anyways, I did want to warn you that there's a bit of profanity in this uh, What Does Kevin Thinks? Uh, because he was pretty hot-blooded. Oh. What Does Kevin Think? All those UCP bastard fucking MLAs leaving the country for Christmas after telling us to stay home. I couldn't give a flying fuck what they do, what anybody does over Christmas. Myself, personally, I stayed home, but I I like being at home. And, oh, you guys are going to start fucking getting mad. Oh, they fucking, oh, they broke their fucking rules. Anybody that really thinks the fucking NDP wouldn't have done the same fucking thing? Yeah, all right, give me a break. They're all the fucking same. That fucking noodle head down in Ottawa did the same fucking thing. I'm a conservative. I vote for policy, not people. I vote for conservative policy. I'm pretty center-right, but uh, uh, I believe in fucking hard work. You go to work every day. You show up early. You stay fucking late if you have to. You don't fucking bitch and fucking moan about every little fucking thing that goes wrong. You put your fucking head down and you put your fucking ass up and you get to work and you do the job. Anyway, back to our original topic, which was the UCP MLA leaving. I really couldn't fucking care less. The fucking liberals do it. The fucking NDP will do it. The fucking the Americans are doing it. The, the politicians fucking lie. Or they tell half-truths. They always fucking have and they always fucking will. And it doesn't matter what fucking party's in power. And that's what Kevin thinks. and you are listening to Gross Misconduct. Kevin is uh, correct that it does cross party lines. Um, if you want to find out what politicians left the country over the Christmas holidays, mm-hmm. I would recommend a Toronto Star article. Uh, they've done a, an exhaustive search, and they've listed all uh, the various politicians who left, uh, both at the provincial and federal level, and they are from all parties. And that does not, in my mind, though, diminish um, the anger towards mm-hmm. my own government exactly. for telling me that I cannot go on a holiday that I have to use common sense and that I should uh, guard against travel that's unnecessary during a pandemic mm-hmm. and then half the cabinet leaves on a vacation. Yeah. So, and, and a lot of them keep up with reasons, you know, uh, well, it's a Christmas tradition or mm-hmm. I have a sick relative mm-hmm. or I have some business I need to take care of. All of that is true for all of us. Yeah. I mean, I would love to travel down to Oz and Michelle's garage. <laughs> 
but that's not happening. You know, we did uh, we did drive by one night. We drove past the garage. <laughs> we we did, which is funny because you know it's always hard to tell uh, what house is what down a back lane when you've only ever been in the front of their house. Mm. So we sort of I I asked you, I'm like, how many houses down are they? And you're mm-hmm. like, I think it, it was two, right? Mm-hmm. Joe, check on that. And uh, so we got there, and they smoke in the garage. So, so we knew if they are awake, they're probably in the garage. So I honked my horn, and no interest whatsoever. And then I texted Oz. And Michelle, I think I had to text Michelle, you know, hey, are you in the garage? And yeah, open the door. So Michelle came out and Oz didn't. And it's still a mystery to me. Where Oz went. What, where Oz was. <laughs> like, we talked to Michelle yeah. for a while. Because they don't, I mean, you you said they smoke in the garage. It's beyond that. There's a whole. Oh, don't be. They're, they're going to get broken into. They, they're they more equipped in that well, garage. Well, Oz works for security well, company. Well, that's true. So yeah. he's sure like, security. Yeah, he is yeah. like the most, uh, whatever, cameras, videos, laser beams, <laughs> <laughs> like recording, yeah. yeah. Um, but they've got a whole- He's watching us right now. Probably. Yeah. They've got a whole setup in there, like a TV, yeah. heaters, music, uh, a bar, Can a Can I fridge. just say, it's my, it's my favorite- It's wonderful. It's my favorite watering hole in Edmonton. Yeah. So we do the gazebo in the summer and the yeah. garage in the winter. That's right. And we miss it. I mean, so. people say to me, do you miss going to the bend? I'm like, yeah, no, I love the bend. <laughs> Uh, haven't been in almost nine months, um, but uh, if I had to give up one, I'd give up the Ben mm-hmm. over Oz and Michelle's place. Yep. You can smoke at Oz and Michelle's it's place. It's pretty sweet at Oz and That's a sweet shadow. Sweet, 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 sweet. Oh, my goodness. Whew. I thought you would calm down as we went along, but you really haven't. Well, You're just very keyed up. I am. I am. But we're almost done, Carol. Mm-hmm. We're almost done. Okay, well, let's, let's get going. Yeah, we'll keep moving it along. Uh, because it's time for this. This is Jeopardy. All right. Uh, well, as uh, Joe pointed out in Joe's fact check earlier on, in this episode, your money is at $25,000. But uh, before we find out how much you'd like to wager of that $25,000, we need to find out what your category is. Okay. And for that, we spin the How Smart is Carol Wheel. The How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by the best furnace and plumbing services in Edmonton, Todd's Mechanical, providing you with all of your plumbing and furnace needs. Edmontonians keep warm and dry with Todd's Mechanical. Call them at 780-499-7598 or find them online at toddsmech.com. And don't forget to like them on Facebook. I want to take a moment and thank all of our listeners who've been using Todd's Mechanical. I keep hearing stories of uh, people having Todd over to the house and uh, him doing a great job. So we appreciate that because the more you uh, support our sponsors, the more likely they are to support us. So thank you for that and keep using Todd's Mechanical. All right, let's spin the Todd's Mechanical How Smart is Carol wheel, which as I mentioned, or you mentioned last week, some problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've oiled it. No, oh, I hope you didn't oil it too much. Uh, no, I think okay. it's good to go. Okay. Looks like Finnegan found a new place to sleep there. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, okay, looks like your category is U.S. states. Mm. U.S. states. I don't know if that's a good or bad category for you. Um, you know that could go either way. Honestly, okay, yeah. um, 
Well, you decide what you'd like to do. $25,000 is how much you have to wager. You can wager any or all or none of that as I ask you the question. Are you ready to go? Um, Sure. All right. Under the category of U.S. states, this state entered the Union in 1820 after separating from another state that began with the same two letters. Under the category of U.S. states, this state entered the Union in 1820 after separating from another state that began with the same two letters. Two weeks in a row, I've got nothing. Really? Yeah, nothing on my brain. First two letters. I don't know. Okay. Massachusetts. Maine. Mass. Maine. What? Maine? What is Maine? What is Massachusetts? What is Maine? What is? Why are you? What are? Well, I'm you? waiting for you to. <laughs> I'm waiting for this ball to stop rolling. <laughs> I don't I I think you have to pick one. I think that's What is Massachusetts? Two two shit. Two shit. What is Massachusetts? I don't know why you'd pick the one that was harder what to is say. Maine? Which one are you going with? I'm What is Maine? Are you sure? Yeah, that's where Stephen King lives. What is Maine? Final answer? Yeah. What is Maine is the correct answer. <laughs> and Maine was previously a northeast exclave of Massachusetts. Mm, Look did. at you. You actually had both states correct. Yeah. Uh, how much did you wager? $2,000. Oh, man. Another opportunity to double your money. No, that was hard. <laughs> I know it was hard, but you got it. Good for you. Uh, so that brings your money to $27,000. Joe, if you can remind me of that on Twitter, that'd be great. $27,000. Well done, Carol. You can almost afford a 2024 oh. Escape SEL. Oh, another. Yeah, another $8,000. Yeah. And mm, I, I never owned a Ford in my life. I did. I had a Ford Temple for quite a mm, while. It was yeah. good on gas. Didn't I hit a moose with that? Oh, was that a Ford? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it a Focus or a Tempo? No, no it was a Focus. No, no, no. No, no. Tempos are like from the 80s or 90s or something. It was a Focus. It was a Ford Focus. No, it was a Ford Temple. No, Tempos are those, they look like K cars. It was a Focus. Or, yeah, it was a Focus. No, it was a tempo. Anyways, I hit a moose with it, and then I said to you, can you find me a car that can take a moose? And you found me the Jeep, and I've been a Jeep guy ever since. And you have not hit a moose since. It's actually kind of funny, you know, because A, I survived, but B, uh, because when I hit the second moose, uh, I came home, I I think on the bus. I I think I had to abandon my car. And I told Hunter, and he was like, man, you're going to be the talk of the forest. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, okay, anyways, I guess that brings us to the big blue folder. The big blue folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. Crystal Glass offers windshield replacement and glass repair services for all types of vehicles, including cars, trucks, vans, and recreational vehicles. Call 310 Glass or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. And once again, another sponsor who signed up for another six months to ensure that you people have this podcast coming at you till June 30th. Uh, Ken over at Crystal Glass did not even hesitate. I emailed him and I swear my my finger was still on the send button when I got the reply saying, yeah, goddamn right. Uh, I'm not sure if he said goddamn, just in case you're religious. And the thing with Ken <laughs> is it's it's harder for Ken to, it's easier for Todd to see when he's getting business because Todd is Todd. Yeah. And, you know, but for Ken, I mean, there's, 
many locations, many locations yeah. across Canada. So yeah. it's harder for him to see. Uh, but some people have been kind enough to tweet uh, that uh, thanks to gross misconduct, I took my car to mm-hmm. Crystal Glass. And every time you do something like mm-hmm. that, it helps us. Uh, all right. I don't know if you saw this story, but it's a, a Tim Hortons drive through worker in Ontario. Do you know the story? No. Oh, it's crazy. If you continue to go to the same fast food place, whether it be Tim Hortons or A&W or McDonald's or whatever, you do sort of grow accustomed to seeing the same face all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got my new favorite guy at Tim Hortons right now because I love how he did not attend any training sessions. I just, I love how you pull up to the speaker <laughs> oh. and he goes, yeah. Yeah, sure. I, but I love it. Like yeah, it's, it, no, no chit chat, yeah. no upselling. No, there's no would you like a donut with that? Nothing. It's just yeah. Like you, it's like you've woken the guy up. Like can I buy you a coffee? Like you just you pull up. Yeah, yeah. And then you go yeah, extra large double double and an extra large black. Sure, sure. <laughs> the guy kills I me. I do like it. I do like that. Oh uh, yeah. They should train them to do that. <laughs> That's more honest and personable. Anyways, this guy in Ontario. He has apparently become just this rock star of an individual where he knows his customers, he chats with them, uh, he asks questions, he remembers their stories. Mm -hmm. So people love this guy. Take a listen. There is this guy named Vishnu who works at the Tim Hortons drive-thru. He makes your day in a time of of COVID and everybody being so kind of meh. This guy, he fist bumps you, he gives you weather reports. Everybody in the community thinks they're special and he only does it with them. And it turns out he's doing it with everybody. I started realizing that I loved coming to this drive-through because Vishnu was there. And I just thought that he was waiting his entire shift just to see me because he made me feel so special. Sometimes I'd, I wouldn't even buy something from the drive-through. I just wanted to see him and I would just say good morning and go off to work. Vishnu shared uh, that he used to go to York University, he studied IT, he had to stop because of finances. I had to choose whether it was school or uh, work, so I thought let me take some time off and then I can continue in the future, but uh, and time passed by and, and you know you never get financially freedom because it's always something, right? So as you just heard, he was a student of IT at York University. Mm-hmm. Um, but had to leave uh, due to financial reasons. Well, after sharing that story, the customer organized a GoFundMe, and his customers collectively raised $20,000 to send him back to university. That is so nice. That is so nice. You you like the feel-good stories. I do indeed. Not enough of those. Uh, Yeah, no kidding. Here's one. Uh, A guy got so drunk... He legally changed his name to oh. Celine Dion, a 30-year-old guy from... <laughs> I know, I heard about that. <laughs> it's so funny. Hey, how drunk were you last night? I was Celine Dion drunk. Uh, he's from uh, Staffordshire, England. Uh, his name used to be Thomas Todd, but that's not quite true anymore. Uh, Thomas got super drunk on Christmas Eve, decided to legally change his name uh, to Celine Dion. He went. He was watching her on TV at a concert. At the time, and then in his drunken state, he went online, paid a $120 fee, and then went to sleep and forgot all about it. Uh, then a few days later, he found an envelope in his mailbox with papers <laughs> certifying his name change from Thomas Todd to Celine Dion. And he's in no rush to change it back. No, he doesn't have $120. He's taking his time with it. Yeah, he says he's, he's planning to keep the name for yeah. now, depending on how difficult it makes my life, he yeah, said. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> 
Well, how about this? Uh, you know, we've all been in a situation where you you put a friend request uh, out there, mm -hmm. and or you follow somebody on Twitter, and uh, they don't follow you back. Mm, ouch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a 29-year-old guy named uh, Caleb Bersink in uh, Williston, North Dakota. Caleb used to work at an oil maintenance company with a 39-year-old guy named Robert Thomas, but Caleb was laid off. Uh, so last month, he sent a Facebook friend request to Robert, but Robert didn't accept it. Uh, so Caleb started sending Facebook messages to Robert, uh, telling him to accept the friend request, uh, <laughs> including one that said, quote, accept my friend request or I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do I sign up for that? Uh, and then the day after Christmas, Caleb went to Robert's house, <gasps> kicked in his front door and... Uh, Attempted to find Robert. One of Robert's family members called 911, and Caleb has been arrested for burglary and terrorizing. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is wrong with people? <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of uh, what's wrong with people, uh, on Sunday, eight people in Norway, South Carolina, decided to go to an abandoned haunted house in town. Mm. And I know that would be of interest to you. Yes. We like the yes, ghost please. hunting. Yes. Uh, so one of them uh, was this 18-year-old guy who spotted a freezer on the back porch. Eh? And mm. he said, oh, I bet you there's something in there. Oh, I bet there is. Yeah, there was. A dead body. Uh, they called the cops. Uh, the cops removed the body. And then mysteriously, before an investigation could take place, the house burned to the ground. Oh. With no word on what caused the fire. Hmm. Uh, now, this one here, I heard on a local radio station. Probably Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other guy who wouldn't accept his friend request. It was Robert in the freezer. Robert, yeah. I don't know if that was his name. <laughs> Caleb did it, burnt down the house. So I, I don't even know how to make this short. Mm -hmm. Heard this story, Googled it, looked into it. It's an Edmonton story. So it's a news release from uh, the Parkland County RCMP. A man and a woman in the same vehicle followed a delivery truck to a rural home near Sand Hills Drive, south of Spruce Grove, on the afternoon of December 15th. The two reportedly stole a package after they saw it dropped off at the home's doorstep. You know, one of those porch pirates, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but while attempting to leave the property, they got stuck in the snow at the end of the driveway. A police said the resident of the home saw they were stuck and came out to help them, uh, along with their neighbor uh, in their vehicle, who stopped to assist as well. Good country folk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good people out yep. there. Uh, that's when the homeowner noticed her package was in the back seat <laughs> of the getaway vehicle. Uh, when she confronted the man, police say the suspect admitted that, yeah, he stole the package. And uh, then he sprayed the woman and her neighbor with bear spray uh, to make his escape. Now, his car was still stuck, so he reportedly pulled the neighbor from her vehicle <laughs> and sped off, uh, but unfortunately with the neighbor's dog in the back seat. And the female suspect was left behind. Thanks, guy. Yeah. yeah. Took the dog, left the woman. Uh, and so when RCMP arrived, she was still there and they arrested her. Uh, they then searched uh, the vehicle and found a large quantity of uh, meth and an illegal firearm. <laughs> now, the vehicle itself was spotted later. The dog was found unharmed by Spruce Grove uh, RCMP. The two victims were treated for minor injuries caused by the bear spray. The neighbor's stolen vehicle was recovered uh, without damage. And uh, Spruce Grove resident uh, Alexandra Carrier, 30, was arrested in Nisku on the 28th. Police say he was found with a bear spray, a machete, oh. a cattle prod. <laughs> what the actual? <sighs> Jesus Christ. 
and uh, miscellaneous drugs. He's facing 18 charges, including robbery, theft, assault with a weapon, possession for the purpose of trafficking meth, and resisting arrest. Wow. Um, if you're going to change getaway cars, uh, make sure I'm in it with you. <laughs> Don't leave me behind. <laughs> you know what? I would never leave you behind. I have always said, Carol, and you know this, uh, I was never in my life looking for someone who wanted to be my soulmate. I always was looking for somebody who was willing to be my cellmate. And that's you. And I would never leave you behind. Do you remember the time we were stealing firewood at Old McDonald's? And Autumn, not Autumn. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so Shannon, who was married at the time to Sean, mm. they're divorced now, and and we were camping, the four of us, and firewood's expensive at that place. 25 bucks a bundle. And it's not really, but it seems like it. <laughs> and so in the middle of the night, basically. We need firewood. We need firewood. And so uh, Sean- This was all Sean's idea. Before. Yeah, he's the getaway driver. So he drives me over to the seasonal area because they have the most wood there. And we find this cache of firewood and it's beautifully pyramided, you know, like stacked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I like start grabbing wood and put it in the back of Sean's car. And Sean never leaves the car, by the way. I'm doing all the hard work here. I'm doing all the lifting, literally. And uh, he's still at the wheel of the car. And I'm like, okay, let's go. He's like, no, get more, get more. You know, I'm like, oh, for God's sake. So I go back and I get more, right? And I'm let's go. No, get more, get more. Oh, okay. I pull one log and it was like that game. Jenga. Jenga. <laughs> the whole pile comes down. Like it just, it crashed like shotguns had gone off. Like it just, it, wood went everywhere. And lights went on all around in the in the trailer I was taking the wood from and in the trailers around it. And people are like, it was so quick. Like, people were so quick to, like, you know, look out their window. So I run to jump in the car. Sean fucked off. <laughs> like, I get to the, I, I run back with this one piece of wood. And all I see is the back of the car, like, with the hatch still up. Mm -hmm. And Sean, like, losing wood the whole way down this dirt road. Like, with every pothole he hit, four or five more logs came flying out. And then... I get, I walk, no one caught me. I walked back to the campsite, to group site two. And I don't know if we no, were we group were site to, two. No, I, I we walked back yet. to the campsite with the one piece of wood that I still had in my hand. And I say to Sean, hey, what the fuck? And he was like, oh man, I thought you were in the car. No, no you didn't. <laughs> was I beside you, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. You just admitted to a crime, you know. Uh, there's a statute of limitations. So it doesn't matter. I'm just No, saying, no, it does. No, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, if if that person remembers that, hey, do you remember that night that somebody was stealing all our wood? It was Andrew Gross. And now they know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Next time I'm out at Old McDonald's, because we <laughs> love going there, I will buy you some wood. So, and I apologize now. I've turned my life around since my wood stealing <laughs> and days. It, and it was all Sean's idea. <sighs> it was all Sean. He was a bad influence on you. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? No way I'm saying this is Brent Terhune and you're listening to Gross Misconduct. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? 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 Where did
turns out Brent Terhune is a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I had reached out to him uh, to talk about, and usually we have this done by now, but I'm sort of hesitating. Uh, we usually have the lineup ready to go for the next Edmonton Comedy Festival by January. I've made my offers. Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know what it's going to look like. We It will take place, just as it did take place in 2020, but we don't know what it looks like. We don't know what our budget is, but mm-hmm. I had reached out to Terhune, who I do not know. He's not a no, friend of mine. But he is. Hot, He is hot, hilarious. And I had reached out to him to find out who reps him for festivals. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of went back and forth with uh, emails a bit. And uh, he provided a video mm-hmm. and uh, what they call in the business bumpers. Yeah, it and, was very funny. Yeah. Very funny. So I think over the season, you'll be hearing more from Brent Terhune. All right. Uh, in addition to Brent, who do we have to thank? Meet Depressed saying the song, You're a Dick. The WAC MCs performed Covidiot. Purple Planet provided the What Does Kevin Think music. We used the mail time clip from Blue's Clues. Sack Noel sang Loca People. What the fuck? Henry Gross sang Shaman. Sesame Street provided the song One of These Things. Uh, we also had the Beach Boys in there doing Kokomo and Foreigner no, that's doing Hot Blooded. Yeah. And I don't know who was singing Cotton Eye Joe. I don't know. Uh, well, he- whoever the band member was. Oh, 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 Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah, you're, yeah. Okay. As long as, if you play less than 12 seconds, you don't have to credit it. I don't care. All right, that's where all 30 do it seconds. You too, because people it. might go, hey, I like that song by the Beach Boys. What are they singing? <laughs> like, if you don't know <laughs> Like, Coke if you've never heard. Coke I know, but I'm just yeah, saying, okay. yeah. you know. Sure. If you want to support this podcast, go to paypal.me slash grossmisconduct or e-transfer andrew at andrewgross.com. Gross is spelled G-R-O-S-E. Uh, as I mentioned, no uh, or, no support. Or, or Carol at Carol at AT. No, well, which is it? What's it going to be, Carl? Either, either What's or. What's it going to be? No, no, I don't mean you or me. I mean, is it going to be <laughs> no, don't give me any money? Or is it going to be yes? Well. I would appreciate some I don't. Well, now that I've cashola. been strong-armed into having to do this for another year. <sighs> I'm just going to leave that alone. Um, you know, we're we're hopefully, at least I'm hopeful. That we're no longer going to be talking about uh, Donald Trump in uh, in a couple of weeks. God, I hope not. I know that's not true, but uh, you know what? For now, let's just say that it is. And I thought uh, for this our season premiere uh, of uh, season two, uh, we'd have Donald Trump play us out. If that's okay with you. Okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. The conference is now connected. Hello? Hello? Uh, if we could just go over some of the numbers, I think it's... Hello? Here. All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. No. 11,780 votes that we need. No. 11,780 votes to win the election. No. Tell us, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break, please. No, sir. Dead people, no. phony ballots, Whoa. the women and men started screaming. Um, Stacey Abrams, the internet, dominion machines. We did a hand recounting. 11,000. 000-
This episode of Gross Misconduct was brought to you by Todd's Mechanical, available 24 hours a day for your plumbing and furnace needs. Say, my MLA went on vacation and received $50 off your next bill. Find them online at toddsmech.com or call them at 780-499-7598 and don't forget to like them on Facebook. Well, that's it. Okay, bye. What'd you think? It's all right. I don't know. What'd you think? (sighs) (laughs) I'm, uh, as we all are, I'm exhausted. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted it to be a happier episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's important to be an honest episode. Uh, you know uh, Nellie Olson mm-hmm. from Little House on the Prairie, mm-hmm. and and the backstory. I, and I apologize, I, I can't recall the actress's name that played Nellie Olson. Allison Arngrim, I believe. Only role she ever had. She finished Little House on the Prairie, and then waited for offers, and they didn't come in. And her father, according to her biography, told her, "Listen, maybe acting is just not your thing." And discouraged her from trying Aww. to find other roles. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that something? That's sad. Uh, but again, uh, whenever we ask these people to do these things for us, I'm always interested to see what comes back. And sometimes it's just, I'm so-and-so and you're listening to gross misconduct. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's this. Hey, hi, Andrew. Hi, it's Allison Arngrim. Yes, yes, Nellie Olson from Little House in the Prairie. You have a podcast. Love that. You know, I have an interview show every Tuesday, uh, Tuesdays at five o'clock Pacific time. I have the Allison Arngrim show. It's on UBN Go Radio and it's live with, with video and everything on Facebook and the internet. But then it becomes a podcast. It rolls over to Stitcher and, and, uh, uh, iTunes and the whole bit. So as a fellow podcaster, I salute you. Hi. So, uh, you have a podcast. And what it's a gross misconduct. Uh, that's very funny. Okay. So you, you and the wife do it. Awesome. I'm going to have to tune in and listen to this. I, I hope I approve, but what the heck? I'll give you one. Gross misconduct. I'm, I'm loving the name just right there. So I think we can do this here. All right. Hang on. Ready action. This is Allison Arngrim, Nellie Olson from Little House in the Prairie. And you're listening to gross misconduct. There. How was that? Was that good? Was that good? That good? I'm going to go tune in and see what you guys are, are on about because uh, I'm always interested in podcasts. So you guys have a good new year. Bye.